Welcome to All Axes. My name is Thielen Henderson, and I'll be your host. Joining us today to discuss how Roswell Marine has adopted automation to grow their business is Robert Oswell, CEO of Roswell Marine. Since 1998, Roswell Marine has been innovating, designing, and manufacturing industry-defining boat accessories. Well, hey, Robert, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, I'm glad to be glad to be a part of it today. Excellent. So, can you tell me a little bit about Roswell Marine? Well, Roswell Marine started 22 years ago with a passion for design, engineering, uh, boat parts. And Mm -hmm. today, Roswell design engineers manufactures over 400 different parts for various Mm -hmm. OEM clients, uh, mainly in the U.S., but we've got an office in Australia, um, Asia, and Canada as well. And uh, we, we design and engineer for different boat companies like Nautique Boats, Supra, Cobalt, Centurion, mm-hmm. um, Monterey, Bennington, several others. So how many employees do you have in your Florida facility? Uh, right now in the Florida facility is 80 employees. Got it. And, and the Florida facility, you started that from the ground up, correct? Yeah, absolutely. The Florida facility um, we brought online in 2008. And mm-hmm. uh, the building we're in now is our our fourth expansion here in the area, Rockledge, Florida. So when you first started, before, you know, when it was just a a doodle on a napkin, uh, did you you have a manufacturing strategy that was going to be part of of implementing this uh, facility? Yeah, absolutely. We wanted to, when we started looking at designing this manufacturing facility, the one we're in today is Mm -hmm. 10 acres, uh, 80,000 square feet. You know, the first step was researching, um, you know, equipment, uh, new tooling equipment, uh, software, different processes, okay. procedures that would streamline um, the manufacturing process in the, in the facility. So it was quite a bit of research up front. Gotcha. And, and, and automation was a part of your initial solution or is that something you felt like you had to adapt later on down the line? I mean, we we thought early on that we may not be able to afford automation um, when right. you think of the different car manufacturers or the large uh, manufacturers that are using automation. Um, oh, yeah. That's what everyone thinks. They picture the full automated lines of robot arms running back and forth. Right. Absolutely. You, you picture robots for everything. And yeah. it was really through our you know through our uh, you know designing design phase and research that we found that there were different areas we could automate and right. obviously that really intrigued us uh, we want to be you know for obvious reasons we want to be running the most efficient program we can be the most competitive from every angle so when you were first researching automation though did you ask someone or how did you come to the conclusion that there was more than just robots for automated solutions I mean, I think it was an organic uh, conclusion here at Roswell. I mean, everything starts from raw material, and we've got you know saw saw room, uh, cutting, uh, three axis bending, welding, mm-hmm. chem film, uh, painting, coatings, detail, assembly lines. Um, then of course the CNC department, uh, the machine right. department. So there's a lot of different departments, and we looked at each one individually, and then we broke down the different equipment that we would need in those various departments, and then we started researching, going deeper into who who is building this equipment globally, right. um, and how could we, you know, where where could we find some uh, competitive advantages? Did you reach out to Mazak at that point with the vision, or did you w- work with Mazak to come up with the solution, or both? 
you know what we we started working with Mazak once mm-hmm. once I discovered the Mazak line and and came to the conclusion that they were the you know was the top the Ferrari of machines. <laughs> we actually found that the the team at Mazak could take you know we knew how many parts we had to turn a week, um, right. all the different part families. We basically took the drawings. And originally we looked at almost like a turnkey approach with Mazak's mm-hmm. team because of the time crunch we were under to get into full scale manufacturing. And we we have we need no downtime. We supply the OEs like a like a car companies. So we have to keep them running at all costs. So we need really good customer right. service. Um, you know, we need really good backup um, with every department. So mm-hmm. it was really after working with the Mazak team and discovering that while they could help us go through quantities, uh, you know, what our run rates could be. Um, and they presented some different ideas and options for the sizes of machines we need, the build envelope. And through that, we really kind of progressed into learning about the Palatech system, um, yeah. which, you know, prior to that, I really didn't know much about. But So what was it about the Palatech system that was the most appealing to you? Was it the, the simple nature or just the throughput, 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 throughput? Well, I mean, it's impressive, the Palatech system. I mean, the first thing that, that hit me was, um, you know, re- repeatability, the throughput, yeah. the accuracy, um, being able to run various part families. But then if you start breaking down the efficiencies and the cost savings, um, the labor rates, you know, if you mm-hmm. get set up properly and you get these things loaded up with all your programs and running efficiently, the efficiency rates and, and downtime becomes very little compared to a, you know, a single machine where you're changing right. out tools and, and pallets all the time. So, I mean, when you start really breaking down, getting into the cost uh, savings aspect of it, the Palatech mm-hmm. was really a no brainer. And, and just the sheer volume that we could put through consistently and at the right quality level is really where we, you know, where we landed with it. But I mean, it was, it really kind of blew us away. And then getting to see it, obviously getting up to the Mazak uh, factory in Kentucky, seeing the system and then seeing it in uh, Sun Hydraulics here in Florida. We went over and toured yeah. that facility where it's up and running. Oh, that's um, nice. It's always nice to see one of those things in the field before you, uh, any machine solution in the field before you make the purchase. Absolutely. So did you consider any alternatives to automation, such as just employing more people or, or even outsourcing uh, to another country? Sure. I mean, we ran scenarios on, you know, all those things, um, yeah. manpower scenarios. Yeah, you have there's to. a I mean, little bit yeah. more capital investment up front to put in the, the automation. Um, mm-hmm. So we ran, you know, we ran every scenario possible, really, before making the decision. So, Robert, it sounds like you're dealing primarily with lower volume but high mix parts. And, and that's not usually something people think of when they think of automation. So th- that makes you guys kind of unique, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that we were the last people to think we were a candidate for automation. Right, of we, course. We have, um, I think right now we're probably running about 20 different part families right now okay. on the Palatech system. And yeah. each part family has to have an output of anywhere from 100 to 1,000 parts a week, um, right. depending on that week's requirement. But what it allowed us to do was uh, kit up. It allows us to run leaner. So instead of batch manufacturing these huge volumes of one part, we can have yeah. a part family living on a tombstone set in the Palatech system. And then you know we load it up and run that family 
as needed on a on a just in time basis um, every got day. It. So we've got a high quality mix of parts, um, quite a mm-hmm. few part families, and then in the end, I mean, when you add it all up, we're putting out thousands of parts a week. Um, but it's not tens of thousands, you know, it's not, it's not massive right. volume like some people think. Yeah. And when people think of automation, they tend to think of the same thing over and over and over again, you know, millions of identical parts, but, but clearly you guys have uh, reduced your machine change over time by, by doing something like this. Absolutely. By, yeah, exactly. By having the, uh, part family live on the pallet and stay there with yeah. your fixturing, you're, you have no change over time. So you just, you're loading up the raw material, plugging it into the, into the, um, set list, um, prioritizing and, and away you go. So that's great. I, I love a vision like that. Yeah. It's been really good for us. Any, any challenges or regrets that automation's created or it's just, it's just been a good solution for you? Oh, exactly. No, no regrets, no regrets. Yeah. In fact, um, yeah, that's the thing. We we couldn't do what we're doing today if we had not gone down that road. Right. And one of the things that really worked out well for us is the um, the scalability of the system. So, yeah. you know, the way we have it set up and the way we laid it out in the in the plant, we knew mm-hmm. that eventually we could add on to it. Um, and actually, this uh, right. this spring we've got more Palatech coming to plug in another machine and expand okay. the expand the the system and obviously the capacity. So the scalability was there and I can't imagine if we went any other road. Well, that's spectacular. That That's great. Hey, Robert, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, you're welcome. Good talking to you guys. To learn more about Roswell Marine, visit roswellmarine.com or to learn more about the automation solutions that Robert discussed in today's episode, visit mazakusa.com. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to All Axes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or you can always visit our website at mazakusa.com for the latest episode.